us. It is Jess and Rach coming at you live <laughs> from Rach's space. From Rach's space. Jess, remember that time when we started season two and we're like, we're going to tighten up. We're yeah. We're going to tighten up. Mm-hmm. I feel a little loose today. We. It's all right to feel like a loose pussy every now and then. I got my necklace on. Yeah. Um, it's all right. We're allowed to have bad days even when we have to record. Yeah, yeah. Just feeling a little bluesy. Yeah, we've been just spewing for about an hour. As we do as normally we do. before we record. This glass of wine's almost done. We be, we be sipping wine at, at noon today. But right before we press record, I had to go down to the vending machines. Time Either to crack open a cold one. Diet Coke, if you know, you know. And I have never been a DC chick, um, but... I, I know that it has a chokehold on on the women of the U.S. It does. I mean, it's delicious. It's refreshing. What is it about? Is it because you're like, no calories? This just gives me the zing that I need. No. This? Because that's cancer in a a can. Absolutely. The aspartame is mm, But it's like the girls that get it, get Get it. it. Yeah. I think, and we can all admit this, it had a chokehold on our mothers. The diet culture that had a chokehold on our mothers... You know the one, the Fiber One bars, the Lean Cuisines. Hey, God bless them. They were growing up in a tough time. Tough? The moms of the 90s. I mean, they were like, diet culture or bust. If you ain't yeah. on, on on some type of fad diet, you didn't exist in the world. Yeah. Like, you, were, you weren't doing it right. They were like subliminal hits in our house that like Cher oh. was, was on, on a health kick. And it was always when we couldn't find any white bread. Like the wheat bread was out. And it's like just stuff like, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. No ice cream in the freezer? What are, are we on to tough us? times? What do you, yeah, what do you, are we falling on, are we falling on rough times here? Yeah, but my mom was a Diet Coke queen. Fiend. I mean, four to five a day, men. But like my friends are, are, are hip to it. They love it. But it's yeah. just, I've never, I've been lucky that Pop was never. Never. I, I mean, I've me. bro- I've broken the spell many times on myself, but you know, you got to have a vice sometimes. When you're when you're down, a little DC will do. And I'll end. do Diet Pepsi too. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a. You're not going to discriminate. Absolutely not. They each have their time in their place. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to get mad about it, but. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you need a little wine, Diet Coke, coffee combo because mm-hmm. that's what we're fucking rallying right this, over look here. At all, if this is an ADHD. Yeah, on, on a side table. I don't know what. Sorry, it is. not sorry about any of it. Because I might need a little carbonation. Might need to relax a little bit, and then when I need hydrated, oh, could have been close. Someone said something about girls who carry around water bottles, and that's like high fashion. I was like, oh what? no, or that looks like luxurious. This is my or, security blanket, and is as it? is everybody's. It's just yeah. nice. Like if I need something to do with my mouth, and it doesn't matter. I. The bigger, the better. I will throw it in my purse. It will leak once a week, and I will not learn my lesson. Really? You need to get something a little sturdier. I guess. I bought this one because my other one was leaking, and I also lost Leak it. Leak free. I have no idea where that water bottle was. That water bottle followed me through a lot of times. I know. The, the Contigo. Yeah. You had that when I first met you. Yeah. It had a lot of stickers on it. don't know where it is now. I remember the Could Contigo. Could be somewhere. Could be somewhere, but who knows? Here we are. Here we are in in our truest form, you know, showing up as we do here on the codepen- codependency couch. As we are, we we promise to give you nothing but nothing yeah. but the truth, nothing but the realness. And here. I'll tell you, Justice Diet Cook's doing the trick for me. A little jealous, you got a little something. I'll be sipping on this wine, feeling some type of way. But we need. Here's what we need. Okay, especially after re-listening to last week's episode. Thanks for the good feedback on that. Oh by yeah, the way. by the way, audience. I feel like people needed to hear it, and we didn't know that. I know, but um, out of our ass, glaringly obvious that I have depression. He's listening to me. It's like I think because I feel joy on a day to day basis. Like I laugh, I have fun. <laughs> you, I'm not experiencing joy in life. That I'm like was there's a no deep, purpose. Deep episode, <laughs> and I was like pulling stuff out of you. I'm like, this is blasphemy, but I'm not trying to be like judgmental. But I was like. You really feel that way? I know. <laughs> I got to get medicated. But oh, me and my doctor, we've been missing each other. The snowstorm has canceled two of our appointments because they've had to can't, like shut their office down. So 
I'm back on the sketch, February 15th. You'll nice. see me, Sybil. I'll be there. Is she new? No, I'm here. No, I know. I've, I've gone to her for a while. Um, but I mean, she's just a nurse practitioner. I mean, not just a nurse practitioner, but she is a nurse practitioner. I don't technically have a doctor. Okay. But um, yeah, she's been. She's, she's been, been holding down for you for, yeah, for, yeah. for quite some time. Yeah, we're hoping to get back on that well butch. A little, a little 2014. That was the last time I think I took that medicine. 2014, 2015. Just a little bump to get your head on straight. Yeah. Just you a need bump. a little bump. A little bump. A <laughs> little bump. I'll get your head on. Get that well butrin flowing get, through my veins. Get that serotonin flowing. Like what? It, this is what I, and when people go on medication that works for them, this is what they always say. It's like, I could have felt like this for so long through so, and it's like, I'm just done. I'm done feeling like I'm hoping, really putting my hope in this that I will start feeling some fucking something when I complete things and do things it's like yeah i feel like your reward system that whole talk was like i was listening to it back and i was like you need to feel some sort of reprieve or some feeling of being proud of yourself i know i've been really disassociating lately for a lot of things like if i'm feeling real out of it i told jess i'm like and i, I said, fuck around and wake up at 5 30 in the morning you're like am i about to be that person because i feel good in the mornings but i'm also about to be that crazy human i'm also like, work hard right yeah no waking up in the morning i'll go to bed at seven i don't care yeah same I, but no shame yeah, in that here's my problem right now with the winter i am a woman of the law and god's law states the day starts when the sun rises okay are you one of god's law i'm there for god's law you've heard it here first because she is on fire for the lord and if you don't know now you know it's one of my favorite things ever and i know you hate when i bring it up but i'm like you really said that yes i love it i love it it's funny it is funny and it's embarrassing. It's horrible. But, <laughs> but yeah, like I just, when I look outside and it's 730 and it's still dark, mm-hmm. I'm like, the earth is not awake yet. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. I need, I mean, we're going to have to figure it out. I, yeah, I'm Now that the house is on the horizon, it's like, once I move the house, I'll make all these good changes. Putting all that That's- pressure there. Yeah, literally of like chasing happiness. Once my house is done, I'll be happy. It's not be happy, but I'll be like, oh, it's a new start, fresh start, new systems, wake up early, yeah, get on hey, the track. You know what? I'm going to put it out to the listeners. If you guys know how to combat some seasonal depression, how at you girls? Yes, it's probably just an exercise. You know what I heard? And spinach. You know what I heard that I'm going to try to, trying to cultivate is like you have to be, you have to have like main character energy where it's like, you have to wake up and do that corny shit. Like you really do as stupid as it sounds or as, mm-hmm. as much as you don't want to do it. Like go to that coffee shop, sit down, read a book, you know, yeah. go for a walk. Like you're that's main character shit. You know, put your headphones in, act like you're in a movie, you know, like you really have to have to execute that stuff. I agree. To just get a little serotonin or we just go to Sybil and get a little bump. Yeah. We need a little bump. I need a little bump in my head on stripe. <laughs> Little, yeah, gotta yeah. feel some. Yeah, so here we are. Yeah, let's do a little, little menti, menti, mental health check in. Yeah, how are you guys doing? How are you feeling today? Yeah, ask yourself. Oh, I was asking you, but we oh. can ask our listeners. <laughs> yeah, what about you guys? Yeah, who can't? What talk about, about you, Jess? Um, I mean, I I feel like we've we've chatted yeah enough about like where I'm at, but um, right. you know, you get it. I the girls are getting get it, but I feel like things have been good. I mean. As as one does in off season, mm-hmm. but there was something that happened. A tale, to a tell. tale to tell, and it is about my husband Joe and I, and we were we were down it. Not gonna lie, not gonna not gonna hide it. We were mid mid screw, mid screw, <laughs> and something to say about dogs in the room while you're you know doing adult think, things I mean, yeah. comes up. Absolutely licks his asshole. <gasps> He's like, God damn it, pickle. <laughs> <laughs> and I had I'm not I'm not on that side of things. I'm not there. I'm I'm somewhere else. So I'm like, push her on the bed. <laughs> and yeah, he was like, no, dude, like she licked f- like from bottom to top my and entire just- asshole. Bone zone gone. Just he couldn't get back. The he head, he it- did. We we did talk about it. Later on, because he's like, no, just I don't think you understand. I'm like, I just thought like she licked the cheek. Like, what's going on over here? You know, as dogs do in the room. 
But no, I guess it was like pretty invasive. <laughs> Where were you? Were you? Was it you pitch know me. black? Yeah, it was oh. dark. It was at night, so it was just you know, and you know me like things that interrupt it too long. If you let it go too long, I'll get the ick, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like I don't want to get the ick. I'm cooling mid, on you. I'm cooling on mid nail, you know, but. <laughs> Yeah, that happened. He hasn't recovered since. We talk about it a lot, but it's like things will never be the same between him and Pickles. Like you really, <laughs> you really had to go in. What? I mean, what position was he in? Good where old his asshole was missionary, you know. But it was enough. It was enough spread, I guess. <laughs> Cheeks were spread. I don't know. But I'm like, God, I don't know Joe's, Joe's ass like that. But neither do I. <laughs> But pickle does now, so yeah, <laughs> she's picking up the slack. Yeah, so that was um, that happened. That was a tale. That I have happened. another dog sex tale, actually. No, you don't. So we didn't twins? plan this all. Just so you guys know, we don't prep up like episode stuff. So what nice. do you mean? Um, I just wanted. I was want, wanting to ask you. My intro to this was like, what's the like? What's the quickest thing that ever happened to you after sex? That you're like, whoa, that just. We just had some good times, and now I'm got to come down. I come to, I had to come down really quick. Um, you got the ick. Oh, wait. Um, do you know the, the ick though? Yeah, have you heard about this? We should read them on TikTok because they're really funny. Like things that give you the ick. Oh yeah, with your dude or partner or whatever. You have to watch Love Island because you're late to the game on the ick. I'm, but I think it's coming back. Like someone made a TikTok about it, and like the funds are like super funny. Yeah. Someone said he got in a car accident, and the way that the car made him move, his body move. Gave her big, <laughs> like the way like they got like jolted. He was like, "Nah, that ain't for me. That's embarrassing." <laughs> that is really God. funny. Okay, but we were we were post coitus, so we had already done. Also, we'll get into the passion talk because I can say I have great coitus, but good. Um. We had locked the dogs out and Cher wasn't home. Woohoo! But your mom's not home when you're doing it. When you live with your parents and your parents aren't home. Yeah. So um, we always love to arrange it in that way. Um, but we'd lock the dogs out. We get out of our bedroom, go on. Do you always lock the dogs out? Like, no. Talk to me about no. people with dogs, though. Because, like, if I'm choosing, like, say, like, this is a hot take, and I accept that you don't lock the dogs out, but. There are going to be some people out here upset. My sister gets uh, like, okay, here's here's how and I'm going to say this. Like, if things get hot and have we move into the bedroom, dogs have to be out. Like, if we're actively moving and we could get up. Yeah. But if it just kind of like spontaneously happens while yeah, we're already exactly. in bed, laying yeah. down like we're about to go to bed, I'm not getting up to get the dogs out. They're already in their places. Like, they're yeah. underneath my bed or on the floor. Like, they're already sleeping. So yeah. it's like, do I expect them to come up and lick, lick Joe's ass? 100% no. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we Barley, know we Barley can allow for out. air. Yeah. There is some. She was not welcome. Air. She was not in in the, in the room. We didn't want her to be a part of it. No, but we get out to like go to the bathroom. You know, always pee after sex. Vaginal health one hundred and one. And if you, yeah, okay, sorry. You have to. You have to. It's a guaranteed UTI. But you know, we open the door. What has gone on? Down here. shit dog shit but like it there was it was a crime scene it was poop diarrhea splattered all up the wall no <laughs> just on the floor but like my mama has been cleaning out the closet so there was like craft supplies Did that you have step been in it? no <laughs> we smelled it immediately and Josh was like, oh, Rachel, I think mode. some, I think Barley pooped a little down here, a cat, because he only saw one little spot. And then he looked by the, on the other side of the room and it was, it was a lot. So we had to, we had to get out the car, good old carpet cleaner, but nothing, nothing better than nothing, call, nothing caused the come down of like, I like to sit in my orgasms for a while. I like to just sit in bed, talk to me about, myself, talk, talk to me about a- after sex feeling. Tell me I'm not alone in this. Like, do you just guys, I just get this like weird feeling in my stomach. Like, I don't know how to describe it. If it's like a burst of adrenaline, I can't explain it. And I would love for someone to tell me what they think this in is. In your stomach? 
Kind of, yeah. And I know it's not like not me like impregnating myself. <laughs> I don't have my time. Like things are working. Um, but no, it's um, I don't know what it is. It's like cramps. I just or... no, no. It feels like I don't know. It feels like I'm like contemplating life, but I don't know how to describe this feeling. If please tell me if I'm not the only one. I don't. Have a and I like my I stomach. Own... It's more like the full body tingles that I like to just chill in for a while. It could be that. It yeah. Could, it could be something it's euphoria, like that. maybe. Euphoria, euphoria. That would be the best plug to do euphoria banter, but you don't watch. I don't watch. So we'll. Save, I would love it. We'll save that for another another episode. But yeah, I just always refer to it as the after sex feeling. What is it? Is it like? And it's not like butterflies. Like I'm not super like hyped up either. I don't know. Someone tell me. For as long as I can remember, it always like feel this. It's not, and it's not every time either. Hmm. Someone huh. tell me. Help me out. Help me out, sex fiends. Help me out, sex friends. All right. All right. All right. I don't know. We've been spicier on the pod. Yeah. And I can't wait. I mean, we'll get into our passion talk. What time do we got? Oh. Um, but I when I asked this question, if when we get into the meat, I didn't necessarily mean like sex life either. Mm-hmm. So and I feel like people read the room. Yes. In that. Are yeah. we are we segueing or we want to keep bantering? Well, the I only have one thing. I've been I've been really limited on my like prepped banner, but which I mean, is fine. I mean, like it's it's the winter, you know, where we don't have funny stories. Hey, but you know, what we do to have we are going to have some funny stories coming up because we're going to be spending time planning things. Yes, because we have a project in the works. Rachel project in the works. Shame bug, but not for the pod for profession. Other professionals. Photog stuff. But I think we're going to have some good stories from it, so I'm stoked. I know <laughs> we do everything for the pod. Everything for a story. Really. 100%. <laughs> Got to do it. But I was saying to you earlier when we were when we were decompressing before our episode, which one must do when cohabitating with another human. Mm. But I was talking to you about budget. Okay. So last week, Josh and I had to sit down, had to sit down. Um, I'll set the scene for you. It's after work, 6, 7 p.m. We are painting the ceiling of our house, of our living like room. Like a good neck cramp. Nothing like it. Um, so we finish that up in a couple hours, um, get home. It's like 9 30, 10. Josh decides to drink a Red Bull on the right way home. Hmm. So he's fucking wired. He's laying in Amped bed. up, amped up, ready to go. Yeah, he's fucking wired. It's, and this might be Friday night, but we're, he's like, let's, he's getting his Excel out. He's got his fucking PC in the sheets. Excelling, fighting budget. for his life in XL. So we're going through like mortgage, electricity, gas. You know our credit card payments that we put all of our fucking appliances on, which are very nice, very fucking expensive. Yada yada. Tell me how you really feel. We get down to groceries, okay? The grocery budget. And in my head, okay, I was poor once when I was young, married, and poor. Our grocery budget was $150 a month. A month. A month. So also these were different times. We're talking we're we're in 2022. Yeah, it's twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. But Oregon prices. I mean, I was I was we were also vegan. We were rice and beans in it. Like I I'm I was a woman with a budget, okay? Woman on a budget. Um and what? like when I say like I didn't drink alcohol for almost two years, it was because it was not in the budget. You were also purity culture. Girl, don't get me started on who I was. <laughs> we don't have to go down that road today. <laughs> so in my Lord. head, in my head, I'm like $100 more than that. Like, and this isn't including eating out. This is just what we're spending at the grocery store. How did that last you a month? Joe and I could, we go two weeks, maybe. Yeah. Week and a half. We start getting scarce. Rice. Rice carried us through. But like, I, if you're passionate about food, you want the good shit. Oh, I was 22 and poor. So I didn't care. You had to do what you had to do. Yeah. Okay, you're fighting for your life out there. Yeah. Fight for my, I mean, you know what? A, a real treat would be ramen noodles with, you made your own sauce, peanut peanut sauce so combo. So a little bit of peanut butter, some soy sauce. Hey, you know what? Um, Nothing against ramen noodles. You know, you can like do ramen noodles up. In a million ways. Yeah. Like real culinary arts, okay. if you will. And so it was a lot of that. And it's just p- 
planning your grocery trips. Okay, but we are digressing on the grocery budget. Yeah. Okay. So I talk say, to me, Josh. I say like two fifty, three hundred. Yeah. A month sounds about right. I'm like two fifty, but like I'm saying two fifty as like we're gonna tighten up because we have a lot of expenses to pay for. He's like, he looks at me. He's like, he's like, what do you mean? As he's like shocked. I, I, I'm, I'm planning to budget like six hundred dollars. <laughs> I, my neck snapped so quick. I said, what? what? Wait, on groceries alone. We're on not talking about eating alone. out. He was like, I like to eat well. I'm like, for a family of five? No. Listen. But he, but he's, but you he doesn't guys have, have a plan. You guys have not been spending that. So he's pulling that number no. out of his asshole. Yeah. And I just look, I'm like, $600? He's like, well, maybe not. Maybe not. And he like backdoors. So we, we agree on $400 a month. Which I'm which, still like. No, I get that. I feel like shopping every two weeks, like the way shit's priced right now, honestly, it's looking like 200 every two weeks. Yeah. So it's it could not be. unreasonable. It's not unreasonable. And that's with like some fun snacks. That's like throwing in them heaters. And which is what- that's throwing in them heaters and fun. That's what I tell Joe every time when he goes to Trader Joe's. I'm like, give me, give me some fun. Like yeah. Trader Joe's has fun shit. So I'm like, don't, don't let our budget ruin the fun shit we like to eat. Throw a little little street Mexican corn my way. A little okay, frozen get your elote heaters out of this. Don't We're bring them into this. We're not again. going to dusty Frito territory. But <sighs> you were just missing. I out. was and more for me. So no this shame. is just this is the stuff you do when you're cohabitating alone with a man. It's like six hundred for groceries. Also, they you be want me eating. Th- they be eating and eating and eating. They don't care that you. They know that that bag has to last some two weeks. Okay, they know. They will. F- Joe, but this is where I started losing it, Jess. Okay, <laughs> oh, we're not even there yet. <laughs> so he's trying to calculate and make up for where he's figured this number out, right? Mm-hmm. He goes, "I, I got my 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 chicken thighs." He's like, he's like, I get a ten pack of chicken thighs. I probably I probably get three of those a week. I looked at. I said, "You're eating thirty chicken thighs <laughs> a week." I was like, "Protein, protein, protein." If if we are. If you are eating, he's like, you have some too. I'm like, I have had, I am on a one to two chicken thighs a week. What are you talking also about? Breasts over thighs, duh. No. Thighs. Chicken thighs. Thighs have too much veiny, weird meat. I cannot get down with. I They're boneless and skinless. But still, there's no, like dark we're, meat we're dark meat fam. Mm. We're dark meat people. Literally me to look at eggs or meat or anything the wrong way and it's like mm, i'm done no oh, we're chicken thigh people but he was trying to tell me he was eating 30 chicken thighs a week i said we really need to watch your poultry consumption i don't think that's healthy not i that have no proof that it's not healthy but i don't also, think it could be. we have to budget for the rotis we have to budget for the rotis we'll get see a we'll see and then get the rotis guys if you guys have any budget recipes feel free to dm them to us because i gotta we, Joe and I, I made a um, a white chicken chili, which we ended up saying, white chicken chili. We said that all day. I don't know why. I was like, you want some white chicken chili? I'm like, why, why are we doing Get that? Out. Why are we doing that? I don't know. But I made some white chicken chili last night and it was fire. It's and white cheapy, chicken chili. Cheapy, yeah, cheapy, cheapy, cheapy. Chicken stock, little garbanzo beans and little shrimp chicken. Um, it was easy. Crock, mm-hmm. I think crock pot recipes are the way to go. Easy, budget friendly. Yeah. Get the covers for your crock pot, little condom crock pot things, and oh, and I get bet you love it. those. Get at it, cause fuck dishes. Yeah, fuck dishes. Wow, we are really turning into boring adults. I'm sorry. Back to the passion. Back to the passion. Back to the passion. <laughs> All right, Jess. All right, guys. This was a fun one. I feel like this is good. Um, it also pertains to us. You know, we talk a lot about like you know breakups and stuff like we can't relate to, but I feel like this is one. This is when we can. We can speak to this. We can speak to this. You guys, today's meat of the episode is how do you keep the passion alive in your relationship? And you guys went all out on you guys your responses. Hard. You guys went so hard that um, you guys are going to basically run our episode yeah. for the meat, which I'm so stoked about. Thank and you for I'm doing like, the legwork. Yeah. Which I'm glad. Like, I kind of want your guys's input yeah. and i feel like when we answer questions about dms like people do reach back and they're like thank you so much for answering that on the pod like what a cool thing to like yeah. hear your hear what you guys submitted to us um as you listen and we appreciate that also it's like we when i asked this question to to the masses was not necessarily like how do you keep it like alive and mm-hmm. you know in the bedroom which is really important as well but it was also like how do you set yourself up 
for success in your relationship. As yeah. we know, we're living in a world that uh, 50, almost more, probably 50% of relationships and marriages end in divorce. So as we know, I feel like we're not, we're picking and choosing yeah. things differently and we kind of know more. So we want to set ourselves up for yeah. that. Like we don't, or set ourselves up for a success, not for yeah. a divorce. So I think we work extra hard at that. Um, whether that looks like, you know, therapy and people think like, oh, you're going to therapy, things are rocky. It's like, no, we actually want to make this a solid foundation. Yeah, we just want to keep tighten up, keep it straight. We want to be tight. We want to be tight as we can mm-hmm. at all times. Um, so yeah, thank you for that. Um, I guess we'll kind of go through your guys' answers and kind of like chat about each one of yeah. them. Okay. There are some shorter ones, some longer words, but we're going to we're going to pop off with this one first. Um, this was a DM because obviously the forum was a little too short for this gal. Mm-hmm. So she went, she popped off. This one says literally putting yourself in front of the other person with eye contact does wonders. We go through days of time where we both will be in the same office all day long, then hang out all night in the same or separate rooms. Normally both use technology. Then at the end of the day, we will just look at each other and realize how little we actually looked at each other mm-hmm. that day. So valuable and intimate to just take the time to look at the person in the eye, hold their face, and just connect and breathe mm-hmm. for like one to five minutes. Mm-hmm. Do we forget about that? Yes. Do we live in a world where we're like next down, hunched over, hunchback yeah. of Notre Dame on our phone and and computers all the time? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. do we just like grab someone's face and be like, you know, what? I fucking love you. Yeah. You know, or just like spend this intentional time without technology, which I think brings up a good a good point in general. Which- for sure. Which I feel like Joe and I can be slaves to at times too. Like when we're eating, he claims that when he eats, he'll eat slower if he's like scrolling or doing things. But I feel like we're like disconnected if we're both eat. Like we, Joe and I do sit down and eat dinner together. Like Mm -hmm. it's a true thing that we do. We don't eat on the couch. We sit down at the table across from each other. And that's a good time for us. But it's a good time to actually like catch up and talk. So there's times where I'm like, you know, you know, something funny on your phone or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But let's let's just put the phones down during yeah. that time or just like intentional no phone, no technology time. Yeah. And uh, something I will do, Josh, if I feel disconnected or if I feel like I need more from it is like I, I'll say, like, can we breathe together? Can we take some breaths together? Uh, um, Just like whether that's like the end of the night and just like I want to look at you. I want to take some breaths with you. Four heads, please. Um, but something Josh does is something that he likes because so, sometimes he gets like crowded, like sometimes like physical touch or like face to face is too much. So we've done back to back before, like like backs to each other, like sitting on the floor yeah. and just breathing into each other. That's good. Little meditation, a little breathing time. Yeah. Well, I think like so many people hear stuff like this and are like, that's a lot or shouldn't be that hard. You shouldn't have to. And it's like. I'm sorry, what what relationships do you think don't take work and don't take, like, time? Like, are we really emulating the marriages of the 80s and 90s that, you know, like, that's what we grew up with. Yeah. And I think we are lucky in that we live in, and you know, we're part of a generation where, like, we don't have as much, like, purity culture pressure to, like, get married before you live together. And, like, my grandma is someone who, like, was pretty vehemently against it and you know like living together before you're married yeah but after like her one seeing my faith-based marriage fail because of that seeing um and we did live together we lived with my mom so like we didn't share a home together until you know we were married but whatever you know and seeing like my sister was in a relationship they lived together for many years and like just seeing how like you learn so much about each other. And now my grandma was like, I would never have said this even 10 years ago, but I think it's good that you guys are doing this before you get married. And it's like, it's a, it's the change of the times. Yeah. And, um, obviously if that's, if that's, you know, your strong religious beliefs, like stick to it, you know, whatever. But I feel like more people are just being a little Mm -hmm. more lenient with that. Like, you do learn so much. Yeah. I feel like we kind of had an episode about moving in with your partner, what that looks like and how that feels. And, I mean, obviously, Rach and I are both people who have done it. So um, highly recommend. Yeah. But it's like finding how you live and finding those moments of connection 
And when you live with that person, and especially like the longer you're with them, um, and I can't speak to people who are like 25, 30 years of marriage, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be cool to like sit down, you know, with people who have really gone through it, like what they do yeah. to connect would be really interesting. Um, obviously, Kelly and Sean, Kelly and Sean, Kelly and Sean are, would be the perfect people to have those for those parents. Yes. Um, who are absolute goals, truly. Yeah. They <laughs> they went on a cruise and uh over the holiday and they took a photo of them like with no clothes on. It looks like they're like covered up in these oh like cruise blankets God. with sand hats on. Like obviously, you know, whatever they did postcoitus po- could have been. And they're like, <laughs> We're sending this out on our Christmas card next year i was like, I- <laughs> losing it and like all their like joe and his brothers and Betty are like oh my god they're like mortified <laughs> and i find it absolutely hilarious but anywho i feel like intentional time in general like putting the phones down for like dinner or whatever you just you don't realize mm-hmm. how much time that you're just like you're just cohabitating like let's let's move towards being yeah. partners and less being roommates yeah and I feel like that's kind of what this topic For is sure. about. I mean, I think partnership, like 90% of your life when you're settling down with the person that you want to be with, it's mundane shit. It's going to the grocery store together. It's picking up the house together. It's, you know, like doing the laundry and like you have to choose the person that you want to do the mundane <laughs> life shit with. Yep. And it's the person that you can turn to, you know, in the grocery aisle or in you know your kitchen while you're scrubbing the floors and like have a laugh with just start like, twerking or doing yes, something crazy you and know when the people the person you're spending your life with makes that stuff easy and worth it and that's how you know because life is mundane and weird and we're floating on a rock in space and we have to pay to live here okay so and you gotta find someone that will do the mundane shit in a fun way with. yes mm-hmm. yes so this is another big one that I love. This was actually came up a lot. So if you said this, I'm blanketing this. Yeah. Um, showering together is a major connection point. Even just to be naked together in a non-sexual way is so bonding and has created mm-hmm. such a safe space for both of us to work through body dysmorphia, eating problems, disorders, disorders, mm-hmm. and just feeling like someone loves me and sees me even when the, I don't love and see myself. Yes. So, 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 so good. Yeah. Um, Joe and I used to do this in the beginning in our relationship. Yeah. And have not continued. In, yeah. But I like thought about that and I was like, I loved that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, we moved upstairs so we have a smaller shower. But yeah. it was so fun. It was just like we just would talk about our day in there. Yes. And it's a way to like touch and like in a non-sexual way. Yeah. More importantly, just to like, and, like get comfortable honestly- with your or feeling naked yeah. in general. I know I'm not the only one who like will never look at myself in a mirror as I'm getting out of the shower. But to like stand openly very vulnerable mm-hmm. and feel comfortable in front of your partner, mm-hmm. I feel like that's huge. Yeah. And I, I think the vulnerability is huge. And also, there's no way my back is getting clean unless someone else is washing it for me. You think about that? But also, can we talk about the other part of showering together where the other person's like on the other side like, are you done yet? <laughs> are you fucking done yet? Yeah. <laughs> can we switch? Can we fucking switch? You know, I one know. person's always freezing. But. That's a good sacrifice lesson, right? Right. I think I think touch without the expectation of sex is really big, especially for women of feeling like I know I like a lot of the things that I have to work through with like sexual trauma and feeling like because I signed on to a relationship with someone, I owe them my body. And like I've talked about this with Josh a lot of like. I get hyper aware of like how long it's been and like mm-hmm. I start reading into his interactions and he's like, there's no expectation here. He's like, I don't want to have sex with you if you don't want to have sex. Not, he's like, I don't want to have to convince you to have sex. So it's like, I mean, granted, off, off birth control, Rachel, ripper and ready to go most nights, most yeah. times. But uh, that's not necessarily true. But you know what I mean? Well, things are things are nice. Things are Something what's happening. That's all I got to say. Something. <laughs> and that's not the case just for most people, though. Uh-huh. I mean, not all, but. Like, I'm not. Like, sometimes a good makeout says just to make out. Yeah. No expectations. But, like, we're, I feel like, 
me too. It's like it's ingrained that like more is expected. Yeah. Never forget the time where high school boys told us blue balls are painful to them. That is so comical. So comical. Because Joe was like, hey, I know. He's like, I know as a male that you've probably been told this, but like he, my husband had to tell me that he's like, no, it is not, it's not painful us if painful for us if we're, yeah. if we're not able. You're not getting kicked in the nuts. Oh like, my God. They're, you're just like, sexually frustrated. guys being like, like, so like, <sighs> like <laughs> if you've been making out for a long time or like they would do something to you, it was like the, the favor had to be returned and they would be like, ah, I got to flip my boner my waist Dude, this is uh, so uncomfortable <laughs> not the boner like, and the like, gray you, sweatpants bro you really tried that it's i mean true like if you psychoanalyze any of that like so problematic i don't know how if our children Teenage are gonna have anything boys. different but like do you remember like i remember getting to that age eighth grade maybe um of like boys want something else from us right and i remember christine keener dropping your name and Mm. her and i having a conversation about like what does a hand job mean it's like are we just slipping our hands down there like we had no like we were like what do they want you didn't know the motion yeah what do they want down there yeah like are we doing we were really? We we're really like trying to. I think it was a like good after old fashioned is what we used to call them. Yeah, we old in seventh, fashioned seventh grade, maybe after basketball practice one day. We're like, what are they talking about? <laughs> like a pat? Like <laughs> like are we robbing? Like are we robbing? Yeah, no. Well, I mean, who knows? Who knows at this point? I think it just comes with time. A little communication in the bedroom, but we didn't communicate when we were teenagers. We no, were like we were expected to know. And well, to there's be so good much shame. It. There's so much shame yeah. around it. So that's another topic. That is funny. Hey, um, you know what? Also, give a goal, give a good old fashioned to bring the passion back. Right. Nothing Here's wrong the- with a good old handy dandy. Oh my so- God. Something dry. Something nice and dry. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's insane. Dry, but go. Going old fashioned, if you will. Nice, lots of friction. Oh my god! But when this, when you brought this subject up, we're just, just cruising on in here. Oh my god! Um, but when you brought the subject up, something I thought about is like, like why is passion lost in the first place? Like, you know, I'm putting myself in the position of you know, you know, people that have been married for many years might have some kids, and I've come across some of like these talks on TikTok and, and whatnot. <gasps> And Are so you something about this one. Go ahead. Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm not talking about anything specifically, okay. but I'm talking about. Um, I believe like passion can be lost in the first place um, because women are expected to mother their husbands societally, um, clean up after them, shop for them, do their laundry, bleach their fucking underwear from their skid stains. <laughs> Have the conversation about, hey, you're having some skid stains. Are you wiping? Not like, the skid stains. <laughs> like, you know what? I, like, the, women take on this role of like, hey, bleach in your underwear. Maybe you need to start. And you expect deeper. me to be attracted to you, right? And and you, and that's the thing. It's like, how am I supposed to be attracted to a, a child to yeah. something to something that's I have to mother? That went viral. Yeah. Okay, mother and care gift. Yeah, for you. Um. And I think it brings up like a lot of important conversations of like, then men might get frustrated that you don't want to have sex. But it's like, I now I view you as someone I have to caretake for. Yes. And like, I don't find that attractive. Right. So sorry, not sorry, but. Um, so equal house labor distribution of domestic tasks, feeling like you're dating a full blown adult that can take care of themselves and wipe their wipe their own ass, do their own laundry. I can't believe you keep bringing it back to the skids <laughs> because I'm absolutely dead at this. That is funny. I mean, but I know it's facts though. Yeah. I mean like that in long term relationships, like you can get I mean you can get to that comf- comfortability level. Yeah. Like it's definitely can definitely happen, you know, yeah. but take care of yourself out there, guys. Take care. Hey, you know, we, we, we will endure a lot. 
<laughs> we stop. Yeah. We stop at skid stains. We stop at skid stains. Try a you nice. You cannot expect me to think or find you attractive <laughs> if I'm washing the skiddies. If you're bleaching the skiddies, yeah, yeah. Those men exist. Yeah, they do. They do, and just be aware. Um, but <laughs> bleach your own skid stains if you don't want to get a moist towelette <laughs> in the mix. Bleach your own undies. Don't make your wife do it. Get the wipes. Get the wipes or the nice little bidet attachment from Tushy. Yeah, I heard that's great. I've not not bideted, but I would dabble. I might try it. I would (laughs) bedabble. Bedabble. I would bedabble in the bidet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I decided, like, I just gave a full-on Seth Rogen laugh, and I'm very proud of that. So if we could replay it. Okay. No, not yet, but fucking seth rogan i'm the only one it's a hot take i love seth rogan big fan like i would marry him why is that a he's hot a, take i feel like I think everyone, he's, he's one of the most loved people in hollywood everyone ever. dogs him for what i don't know like joe has no seth he's, rogan yeah he's like i don't get what you see i'm like what because he's a stoner he, yeah it's like a if high... he laughs like that for the rest of my life i will be laughing at oh i really like him i i love him on arm when i i always listen to his episodes on armchair expert i love i so could do i could listen to everything that he says okay moving forward we have so much to get through but i'm getting through the long ones okay. first and then we can kind of narrow it down yeah here's another one it says a willingness for your plans to be thrown out the window at any moment so the other person can have mental physical sanity if they need it no questions asked. We have a little thing where we go up and squeeze the other person's hand two to three times to signal in public that we need them to just leave. Mm-hmm. No, um, Again, no questions asked. Just listening and honoring the other person's needs immediately. We also do this when we're feeling emotional and when we're fighting and don't know what to say, but the other person to know that we're just still there for them and love them. Yeah. I love nonverbal communication so much. And I feel like, this is really good. This is like groundbreaking shit that it's like, if you can't com- like verbally communicate or if you struggle with that, hey, we have mm-hmm. this, we have this thing in place where we just go up and squeeze each other and we just know that, you know what, I love you. Yeah. And it means, and it means certain things, right? Yeah. It's when we're fighting and it means like, you know what, I don't know what else to say, but like three squeezes mean I love you, you know, mm-hmm. like, and also when you're in public where it's like, I'm struggling, feeling like you're you're near me, or if like I want you near me, whatever yeah. it may be, or, or like just, I'm uncomfortable, I'm feeling anxious for no reason, or but whatever. I need you it's to like go. I got, I got, we go, I want us to leave. Yeah, yeah. I think code systems are really good, and they're individual to every couple. Like you figure out like what yeah. you need in those I love, situations. Mm-hmm. I love that she even said like it was like a no questions asked. We talk about it in the car. Like we just like it's not even like are you you know like mm-hmm. what's going on or like trying to handle it in that moment. It's like nope. This mm-hmm. is what it is. Like, I've thought enough to give you this nonverbal communication where it's mm-hmm. like, I've thought about enough. I'm uncomfortable enough. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, let's skedaddle. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and I feel like those nonverbal communications where you feel like communication might be might be too much, might be a little yeah. heavy. But on the other side of communication, um, I want to find this one that someone said that I felt like was... Just communication in general. They right. said like serious, whether good or bad, open, honest, and respectful communication at all times. Mm-hmm. It's just something that, I mean, we talk about yes. endlessly on the pod, but I feel like that is V important. Yeah. One um, of the DMs that I read just because from one of my old friends, one of my brides, Maddie, hi, but she talked about her and her partner, Keegan, have been together for 12 years. Um, so it's a pretty long time, you know, when you're not even 30 yet, but, um, she, there's this, um, study that was done on couples from, I believe it was Gottman or whatever. Um, and they say like the secret to like long lasting relationships, um, is obviously connection, but a way to do that is to like just give a shit about what your partner says and their interests and their their things. So like when someone's talking to you and you're like, um, and the, she sent the TikTok that showed her this study, but uh, the example that he uses is like when you look at the window, you say, oh, that's a really pretty bird. You as your partner go, that is a really pretty bird. I really like that too. That's nice. Instead of being like, you this. know, mm-hmm. scrolling and be like, mm, yeah. 
Um, and I think those little things that build connection throughout your day. Caring what your person cares about. Yes. Even like if showing it's... interest in what the other person gives a shit about. Yes. Is huge. Yeah. Even if you don't. Even if you really don't. But it's like when their interests are validated, you're like, that is a huge moment of connection for two people, I feel yes. like. Like, and a good example in my life is like something that I do not give a shit about is video games. But I know that this map on Call of Duty Warzone, Josh hates. So he hasn't been playing. He doesn't like the map. They've been doing NHL. They've been playing NHL. Like, those are the little things. Of, like, I have no interest or, like, I don't have a horse in this race or whatever they say. What are that? Hey, sound right hey, to me. Hey, we're going to go with it. Sound right but, to me. But um, I, I care about what he's doing. And I care, you know, that those little things, as stupid as video games might seem to me, they're part of his life. And so I will care about it. I Call of Duty, fix your map. My boyfriend is not thrilled with the place. He's not, he's not happy with the place. He's not happy with the place. Here's another one which I found was interesting. And this is a little spicy. Ooh. It says all day foreplay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Especially if we haven't had sex in a while. We just feel like we're in a funk. We pick a day to commit to it. Sex throughout the day, sneak a feel during dinner at the bar, watch porn together, etc. Just really put ourselves in the mindset and make it happen. We always end up happy if we did. Sex throughout the day. Hey, I mean, if you got, if you ain't busy, this is good. But I'm saying, <laughs> and I asked her, I said, that is awesome that you guys plan sexy time. How do you feel about the people who like love the spontaneity of it? Is, is that the right word? Spontaneity? Spontaneity. 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 Uh, yeah, but it's like, it's hard for busy people. Like, I actually heard from, like, a sex coach or someone saying, like, plan it if you guys can't make time for it. Plan it, plan it, plan it. I'm like, you hate planning that. it sounds like torture. Sounds, sounds like, like a chore. Sounds like a job. But but I do love, I mean, that's just for me personally. Like, if yeah. you are a planner and you're uh, a type A type of yeah. gal, go for it because that's fun. Plan it in the fucking schedule. Pencil yeah. it in. Um, but I do love the idea of like all day foreplay, like just teasing it all day and showing that person, obviously, if that's what they're into. Yeah. And I guess if we talk about any of this, it's like learning what your partner loves to like likes to receive yeah. as far as like um, love languages and yeah. such. I mean, yeah. it doesn't even have to be love languages. It could just be like, you know what your partner likes, yeah. like words of affy or, you know, whatever. And I think like when you you put in like the term scheduling like that obviously sounds like calloused and like you know like feelings are removed but i know that like i i don't necessarily like have a schedule sex but i make it very much known like hey mom's gonna be gone you know like from this time to this time let's have sex then yeah and that does throw josh i don't think that's his preference of like he's like jeez right it's like sheesh but it's like one it's something to look forward to like yeah and you can kind of like tease it all day or whatever but like even yesterday like it's so nice being someone with like communicate something because he even was like why don't you put something fun on why don't you you know put something nice on and like um I did. You See, know? but like, like that's unexpected. Like that's cool too. Yeah. Like the planning actually helps you in that aspect where you can like spice it up. Yeah. Instead of you just like the the spontaneous aspect of it being like just at night where yeah. you guys are about to fall asleep but nobody expected that. Yeah. Um. This girl said so. At times, like planning is needed, but it's never like let's pencil it in for next Thursday at yeah. seven. It's usually like yo, we fuck it at night. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Like, yes. Like you've built it up so much that it's like oh, this is for sure going down. Like I can't. Yeah, I can't handle it anymore. Like I want you, you know, stuff like that, yeah. which obviously like ignites, ignites yeah. the flames. The and fire I think flames. like while we're taking this on a sex route, um, a lot of people, I think I just breeze through the DMs, just handles most of those. But um, a lot of people talked about like spicing things up in the bedroom. And I think a lot of the times, like I never really knew what that meant, you know, like I Until feel like you brought out the wet, wet three thou. Until I got off my birth control and like, I'm telling you, so I think sex can feel like, especially for women, you know, it's like a formula. It's like, I need this, this, this to get an orgasm. But for me, it's now it's like, if I don't have an orgasm, I don't have an orgasm. I can have an orgasm whenever I want. I have the toys and the tools to have an orgasm. So what if I just make sex fun? What if the root of passion is joy? Mm. That's something I Josh and I talked about um, before this episode because I wanted his take. And he's like, I think 
it's about joy. It's about feeling joy through through the passion and having that be like the foundation, the root of it Mm -hmm. and to just have fun. And so I definitely feel like the past couple of months, it's just been about fun. So like sometimes like we fool around, but we don't have sex. Sometimes we, this is graphic. Sorry. Like sometimes he just watches me. Ooh. Like switching it up. which we've never done before. It was just, you know, it's like, it's fun. You start in this one, also, then I get on top, then, you know, but it, it was always the same, you know, yeah. but I guess like when you get, you're in it for so long, switch it up, switch it up. Don't be afraid to, and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the ick. Yeah. Of the, <laughs> I'm talking to myself. Don't be afraid of just like, you know, the uncomfortability of it. Yes. Like you're with this dude forever. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. Get some you. toys for the love of God. I can't believe there was a time in my life where I didn't use toys during sex. That is depressing. Wild. Depressing, though. Just like, what was I up to? Taboo it was. Yes. Okay. Moving from the non-spicy. It is, which I really like this one, honest check-ins. Maybe like once a week. Hey, am I validating you? Any complaints that you have? Mm -hmm. Maybe not complaints, but like, you know, little fucking. Qualms. Or just anything, like honest check-ins, like, this sounds so corny, but I said it probably about like a few months ago. I was like, sometimes I just like, you're going through daily motions. It's like, how did I make you feel loved today? Yeah. Like, how how did I show that that you, that you were loved by me today? You know, mm-hmm. I think he said something like, oh, you know, I think we were going before like a holiday, like into my dad's house or something. And I think like I kissed him and gave him a hug before we walked in. He's like, that made me feel like really comfortable and loved Aww, before like yeah. a family situation. And I was like, wow, I never really know that. It was like a natural thing for me to do. Mm-hmm. But it was like, good, noted, you know? Yeah. And I just thought that like an honest check-in like that was good. Mm-hmm. And obviously that goes with like open communication. Like don't be afraid to tell them what's wrong at all right. times. And obviously that comes with some work, some therapy, you know, yeah. if you if you're not really... Yeah. Well, well, I think like when you're entering into a healthy relationship and if you have unhe- a history of like unhealthy examples of love, um, like something that Josh has had to rework and, you know, I've had to like work around as his partner is like conflict doesn't come with consequences. Conflict mm. doesn't come with a breakup. Conflict doesn't come with someone throwing something at you. Conflict doesn't come with me storming out and slamming doors like Conflict is is a means to build our relationship, not a means to blow up. Right. And as like if you are used to that like chaotic energy and that chaotic experience, like entering into a healthy relationship, you're gonna get triggered right by by those things. And like, I mean, now he's settled into it, but like you can fight and you can have conflict and you can have disagreements, but they can't come with the consequences. They can't come with, you know, um, or or else that just builds the fear of like, you know, our love is fragile. Anything can leave. Anything can change at any time. And then, but when you're with someone, you're like, no, this is, we're, we're sitting through it. We're sitting through the hardship. We're going through the hardship. Like, we're building our relationship to the point where it's like, I would never, like, I can't build something like this with anybody else. And I don't want to. Right. Mm. Mm. deep mm. popping off popping off not that we have perfect relationships at all no don't think that please don't please we're just don't. trying to be wise we are just trying to be wise yeah. and if we could really tell you we would but we still be working through it oh. <laughs> and that's why that was our rule like if we're going through it we're not talking about the pod but it's like we can give you guys your own advice yeah. <laughs> like you guys gave us this stuff too and we could comment on it right trying to be wise right um Another one, and I guess it's important to note, like, we want to give you, like, in this episode, purpose of this episode, it's like we want to give you other things other than, like, the basic stuff, other than, like, communicating. You know, yeah. obviously we know this, but we want to give you, like, some specific things. Yeah. That Something could actually work. Something you can work. genuinely try. One right. little thing you can actually try. If you get anything from the episode, let it be, like, one thing that you're like, oh, that could actually work for, yeah. work for us or that resonates with something I could do. Yeah. Which which is good. Um, this is another one. I got, we might have already touched on it, but it says like intention is the word, and it mm-hmm. says I take intentional moments um, 
to the day to like say what I mean, saying like, I'm proud of you mm. or these moments to be like, hey, you know what? I really, really like what I'm seeing out of you. Like that was positive reinforcement in general. Let's talk about behavior training. But um, if you if you like what they're doing, like positively yeah. reinforce it. Like if that means saying something like words of affirmation. Some is, words of affies. Some words of affies of like, you know what? Like you doing the dishes like yeah. really meant a lot to me. I know it's a small task, yeah. but like I was super stressed about that. And mm-hmm. you doing that took a lot off my yeah. day. So I really wanted to thank you. It's like, yeah. you know what? You know what? It's like any other like workplace shit too. Yeah. Like if you say that to them, they're more likely to do it yeah. again. It's not actually with chores. Maybe that's just me. And I think like something, it's not fair to expect your partner to be like a mind reader. So like facts, like that goes See, that's both communication. ways. That that's goes both ways. Yeah. And so like I, a lot of the time have to ask for physical touch. Like, hey, can we spend this time together? Can we cuddle? Can we, you know, because I'm not. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm not waiting until he instigates it. Because, I mean, he will instigate it, obviously. But, like, I'm not expecting him to instigate it right at the time that I need it. Because mm-hmm. then I'll feel empty. When I know I have a partner that is willing and, and able to meet me where I need to be. Right. But even, like, last week, Josh worked really hard in the house. And I was, like, doing something in the kitchen. He's like, hey, Rach, you just tell me I did a good job today. And we talk about that. And it's like, it, I, I'm but like, of yeah. course, I'm sorry. You know, like I wasn't thinking of it right at that time. I was in my own world. Right. Of course, I will sit with you and cheer you on and tell you, you did a great job because you did. Yeah. Um. And I think it's all about like. But that's great. Like him yeah. asking for what he needs to. Right. And yeah. that's what I think is so important is instead of expecting someone to just know and be there, it's like, this is what I need. Can you meet me there? And. And meet me there wholeheartedly. Yeah. Like I sat and I stood and I looked at him and I like, you know, it wasn't like, oh yeah, you did great. And I'm going back to what I'm doing. It And you know, like when I need physical touch, it's not him meeting me there and then leaving and going to game with the boys. It's like, right. no, we're, I'll be present with you fully for those ex- moments. Yeah. Thank you for telling me you needed that instead of feeling empty for the rest of the night. Right. Because if he didn't communicate that, then he never got what he wanted. Like, right. But that's huge. For sure. And I love that. Okay, where was I? All right, you had one last one for us. I did. No, I don't fucking know. Um, I guess this is the one that most people said, and it's like date nights. Yeah. And this is one thing I was avoiding saying on this episode, just because it's like everyone knows that, like intentional yeah. date nights. Like that's something everyone says first and foremost, because yes, that is important. We need to date each other. We say, everyone, if you look blah, up anything, blah, blah. yeah, if yeah. you say about anything about keeping the passion alive, it's continuing to date each other. And yes. like we've preached that on the pod. Um, but it's true, but just like, I guess my only takeaway from that is just like, mix that shit up. Like yeah. do, do something fun, do something different. I think one of my favorite nights with Joe is one time we, um, got super wine drunk, played rummy, and then we just listened to music and we danced in my living room, which was mm-hmm. like, but like crazy dancing, like wild fucking weird dancing. I remember doing like acting out titanic i was pretending like i was alphaba and wicked like i mean we went full fucking out um but like don't be afraid to do those like fun things that you would do with your friends with your partner like yes let that weird shine like i'm fucking weird and i would do that stuff with anybody so it was Uh like to do that with joe and for us to see this like fun side of things was was really cool and like date nights doesn't mean like expensive steak dinners or yeah, it's awesome to try new things or to go like skydive or, or do axor uh-huh. or do fun things. But like it also doesn't have to be that extravagant. So switch it up. Mm-hmm. Switch it up. Communicate things across the board, in the bedroom, in real life. Yes. Um, yeah. That's yeah. all. That's all I got. And I think like a lot of it is like get over the hump of feeling embarrassed that you want to try new things or embarrassed of to ask like, hey, let's try this new place or or go here. Like go to the fucking science center, go to the rock and roll hall of fame. Switch like, it up. Just do anything that will lead to, to better conversations or different conversations or get you out of your groove. Cause like, I know for me, like, dinner dates aren't they don't feel like dates to because me. they're the same conversation at the same place doing yeah. the same thing like s- that's what we mean by switch it up yeah. it's like yes you do dinner dates all the time uh-huh. no matter where they're at but if you're going and seeing yep. things and bringing up different conversation like if you go to the rock, rock and roll hall of fame where it's just like look yeah touristy tomatoes 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 tomatoes, tomatoes. tomatoes. <laughs> but it's like 
we're talking about music, which is yeah. something I'm passionate about, which is something Joe likes to hear me talk yeah. about. So it's like we're having different conversations, yeah. learning more about each other if you didn't think you possibly could because you spent yeah. like so much time with this person. So yeah. Switch it up. Switch it, switch it, switch up. it up all around. Yes. And I think that's the key to keeping any relationship alive is to breathe new life into it and get yourself out of the hat. Even if you can't do this every month, if you can't afford it or you don't have the time and you were stuck with the kids, like try to intentionally plan any amount of dates throughout any amount of time, whether that's twice a year or whatever, like have something to look forward to, to know that like, you know, we're, we're the the foundation of this family we need to be investing our time together especially like as you're having more kids or you just add a kid to the mix and it's like checking in with your partner as they're becoming new versions of themselves like we know a lot of people that have entered into parenthood lately that it's like i mean you're mom and dad now you know your husband and wife and now your mom and dad and like that's a new role right and that looks fucking great on them you know and like Maybe maybe like showering together, you know, mm-hmm. like is is a good way to show that, like yeah. especially honoring, yeah, that woman's body just did the unthinkable, yeah. you know, like it could it could really go a long way. So don't give up, don't give up the ship, okay? No. Um, do it. Relationships are hard, and um, I think like we like, acknowledge that. Yeah, Jess and I obviously like we share the highlights of our relationships because we have great relationships, but we also have. and shit and shit times and you know like we just can't talk about them because we'd be going through right josh and i just bought a house if you think things are perfect (laughs) and you don't think that we're having hard conversations every single freaking week like you're out of your mind right you know they're conversations you know for us to have and um we hope like our transparency about that is helpful and um you know we love having this platform and this community but like we're still humans. We're also taking their own advice after this. So yeah. it's like, it was nice to like dig deep and like mm-hmm. you can get into ruts. Like I think every relationship does. Like you'll be like going through like a spell where you're on the phone all the time doing, you yeah. know, going through the motions. But it's like, you know, let's spice it up. Yeah. Take take your own advice here on the pod. And we definitely will. So yeah. And speaking of phones, I've I've started playing a new game in my disassociation station. It's called Ball Sort Puzzle. It's just moving different colored balls into different tubes and trying to get all the colors. It's it's satisfying? Yeah. It's really good sounds. Every time you move the jaw asthma situation. Yeah, we love we loving it. Um but- is anyone on Wordle? You oh, the Wordle. Oh my god. We'd be on the Wordle game. That should be getting under my skin. <laughs> Like, I'm pissed. Did you get yesterday's? No. Wait. Yes, I did. Okay. Noel? That shit was hard. Yeah. That was very hard. Because I'm like, there's no fucking way this is a word. I almost put in Noxie, my last guess, (laughs) before I was like... You always forget about the double letter words. I know. know? That's the one one will really get Also, I never knew a can was going to come into the mix. If you know, you know. I thought I had known. Like, I was like, known. I didn't even think of that. Oh, I was, I was, I had KN for three guesses. And I was like, I am so close to this. I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. I had like the KN in all different places. Yeah. Anywho, if you don't know Wordle, play Wordle. It's not an app. So yeah, just Google it. I guess this guy is like, they like offered him because everyone jumped on it. They offered him an app for like a bunch of money. He's like, nah, I just kind of want to keep it to the internet. So. He is like some simple guy. Doesn't give a fuck about this at all. Yeah. But we're all like losing our Who shit over it. About, how did people hear about this? I heard about it from Josh, who's in the zeitgeist and on Twitter. Yeah, same. I heard it from Joe, who heard it from Josh, probably. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. But yeah, get on that. That's fun. That's fun. You know, disassociation station. But yes. Anywho, we love you guys. Every time we tell you we love you at the end of this episode, but we do. We do. No, seriously, you guys like fuel the entire episode. And I like literally put a question or like topic that I kind of wanted to know for myself personally. And you guys like fueled all of it. And I can only like jump on your stuff and kind of give what I know personally. So you guys basically made this episode happen. I'm so stoked for it. So let us know if you're trying any of our little tips, our little things. If you're Yeah, if you guys are jumping at any of the tip of the dicks that we're giving off. Yeah. Um, we would love to know. But we appreciate you. Love you. And guess what, guys? 
Next week is our 50th <gasps> episode. That's amazing. What are we going to do? I have no idea. We'll have to talk about it. Yeah. As two days Give before it- we record. <laughs> hey, we love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's for better and worse with Jess and Rage. We out. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.